Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be women test physically too. Well, I've got an email here from a guy. He first started following me about five years ago because his uncle told him that he needed to check out my videos. It kind of sporadically back went back and forth occasionally. He would go and watch a few videos here and there. And this past year, he really got into them and started watching videos, but he admits he didn't get around to reading the book and he started cherry picking a lot of information. And so what's interesting is he lists some successes, but also quite a bit of failures where he was struggling with online dating and how things really started to click for him. And he noticed that some of the women he was with and he was trying to seduce unsuccessfully versus one where things just like clicked for him. And he answered her tests when they were fooling around and he was able to seduce her successfully. So I thought it was a great email that kind of discusses the subtle nuances, especially when you're trying to seduce a woman, of, of how to respond to little jabs at your manhood in a way that's charming, that's playful, that communicates that you're not attached and that you don't take yourself too goddamn seriously. Because the worst thing you can do is if a woman starts messing with you is to get butt hurt and upset. And then you're communicating that she's been able to uncenter you and you're really not that strong as she may have thought you were, which of course is going to ruin sexual attraction. So I got a quote that I wrote and I'm going to go through his email. And the quote says, men who are successful in getting women to like and want them sexually give off a different vibe than guys who can't get a date or women to pay any attention to them. Success is having an abundance of choice and being forced to be discerning, skeptical, and pre-qualifying. Not having success is being in a state of perpetual scarcity, lack, no choices, bad choices, or begging for attention. Abundance means you are happy to take or leave a situation without attachment because it's not ideally what you want. Scarcity means compromising your principles, values, wants, needs, and desires due to desperation irrational fears and not having what you want. The difference that makes the difference is being able to let go and place your attention elsewhere when it's not reciprocated. Hey Corey, how's life dude? Dude, I live in the fucking beach. <laughs> it's awesome. Even though it's 50 degrees out right now. I came across you by chance about five years ago after hearing my uncle listening to your video about the no contact rule or something similar. It didn't apply to me as I was very young, 16 at the time, and I had never been in a serious relationship. Just lame high school girlfriend type of stuff. Well, dude, at least you had a girlfriend in high school. I didn't have a girlfriend in high school. Throughout my teen years, I was never very successful with women because I was essentially a beta male who used instant messaging apps to communicate with girls, and as you teach, excessive contact just ends up turning them off every time without fail. Looking back, I felt stupid because I knew I was a cool guy, I had a lot of friends and I boxed, so I was tough. I just didn't get women. Anyway, I decided to give Tinder a try this year and after many trial and error conversations and matches, I figured out what worked for me and I can get a phone number within a few messages now and it's almost too easy. At some point, 
When thinking about how I should go about not fucking it up with these girls, I remembered your video and your name and thought I'd look you up on YouTube and see if you had anything good to say as my uncle swore by you before. Tell your uncle I said thanks for the referral. So I did that and at the time I was just cherry picking information from your videos, not reading the book, which I regret. It was like a couple couple videos, a guy, a guy was saying, well, I'm kind of hesitant to tell all my friends about you, Corey, because I'm worried about them finding out about my secrets. And my response to that was, tell them anyways, because the reality is the majority of them, they won't do jack shit with it anyways. They'll just keep complaining about how they don't have any success. And how many times have I said in the videos, and even in my book, read it 10 to 15 times so you learn the fundamentals and you don't fuck up good opportunities because you weren't prepared? This guy did it anyways. He didn't listen to me. Watched a few videos, trying to cherry pick some information because he was lazy. Most people are looking for the shortcut to things in life. That means that success may be attainable, but if you don't know the fundamentals in the book, it's not going to be sustainable. Oh, and by the way, the hardcover is available on Amazon.com, Lulu.com. Look how nice it is. No... No shitty paper cover that can get torn or lost. It's printed right under. This is a nice thing to have on your coffee table. Back to the email. So he says, so I did that, and at the time, I was just cherry-picking information for your videos, not reading the book, which I regret. I started out by setting definite dates, just as you teach, and not blowing up their phones with text. Just one text asking them when they're available. For the first few months, I got canceled on every time. It didn't make any sense to me because I thought, hey, I'm not blowing up their phones. I'm setting definite dates and getting off the phone. What gives? Well, more than likely, you didn't. if you're just meeting them strictly through the internet, you want to spend at least, you don't need to spend any more than like 10 to 15 minutes max just seeing how the conversation flows. Because if you're having a hard time conversing with a girl on the phone, why the fuck would you want to meet them for a drink? If it ain't flowing on the phone, it ain't going to flow in person. And the idea is you want to work smarter, not harder. Use the phone to pre-qualify women. If they're not good at keeping the conversation going, if they're not interesting, if their voice sounds like fucking nails on the chalkboard, you want to be able to say, hey, you know what? I got your number. I, I got to run, but you know we will chat later in the week. Then you can get off the phone. Then you don't have to waste your time going out hoping it'll be better in person because they looked really hot in their pictures. I've still not figured out why these girls canceled, but at the end of the day, if they don't want to date me, it's their loss. I would say more than likely, if I was a betting man, I'd say you didn't spend enough time creating rapport, which is a little different when you meet somebody in person, unless, of course, you're just grabbing a number and running. You want to, again, you want to spend at least 10 to 15 minutes talking to create some kind of rapport. See if conversation flows well. Because if it doesn't, don't waste your time. There's way too many fish in the sea. Anyway, fast forward a few months and a few actual dates, I started to see the subtle testing that women do to measure you up as a man. In the beginning, I thought it was hot shit because I'd been watching your videos and I was totally convinced that I was passing all of their tests. Pride coming before the fall, as they say. And they thought I was a shit, but as I gained more experience and learned more from your book, see, you started reading it. Nice. Better late than never, dude. 
I realized that I had actually failed a lot of their tests. One example, my first Tinder date ever was with this absolutely smoking hot 18-year-old phenomenal body. The date was going well, and I just asked her about herself. I let her do most of the talking. We had drinks at a bar, and then I saw the signs were there, so I went for the kiss. This was like three hours after meeting her. We went to another place that was open late, and the rest of the date was pretty much her trying to bite my tongue off. So far, so good. At one point, we were making out outside the place, and she pulled back and said, you have a little boner, by the way. Looking back, it was obviously just a little jab at my pride. I would have said, that's not my fault. You did that. Or you'd say, is her saying, you have a little boner, by the way. I, I would say, I think you made a little boner, by the way. You might want to stop because I might end up ripping my pants. I doubt she was seriously quite, that was cheesy, but hey, fuck it. That's the whole point. Bratty little sister, absurd, stupid things. I doubt she was seriously questioning the size of my manhood. She was just sizing you up. Metaphorically, to see if you can, because guys that scare women, they get mad, they get angry really easy, especially when a woman takes a dig at their manhood like that, and they like, whoa, whoa. they get all defensive. Then that that tells her that being alone with him is not a good idea. But if you don't, sh if you show you don't take yourself too seriously when she says something like, "You have a little boner, by the way," and you say. It's not my fault. I didn't do that. that was, that's all your fault. She wanted to see what my reaction would be. It took me totally by surprise, and I was silent for a few seconds before stuttering out, Haha, well, that's just what happens when you're kissing a beautiful woman. Basically kind of communicates, This is the first time I've ever kissed a beautiful woman. This doesn't happen to me very often. And then she starts saying, Well, if other women don't like you, What's wrong with you? Such a lame half-assed bribe for sex compliment. Also, the manner in which I replied by stuttering and looking shocked failed the test. Yep. You totally collapsed. She tested me a few more times and I failed those too, safe to say. I didn't get laid that night or see her again. Yet after the date, I was totally convinced that I'd passed her test and seduced her. But if I had, I'd, been get, I'd have been inside her at least, had more dates with her. But you live and you learn. That's how I learned, dude, is fucking up and foaming my way through it. Every, I mean, the reality is nobody's an expert at sex. Nobody's an expert at dating or seduction or relationships right out of the room. We all have to learn these things. Unless, of course, you grow up in a really happy, healthy family where mom and dad are very happy and in love and they present a very healthy archetype to learn from. But that's the exception. That, those kinds of families are very fucking rare. I've noticed that it's not just with words that women test you, but physical actions. I met a different girl from Tinder not long ago and she made it clear that sex was on the table, obviously dependent on if I behave like a real man or not. And during our date, we had been making out, stopping to chat, and then making out again. It's two steps forward, one step back, right out of the book. 
That's where the, the non-attachment comes in. It's, it's being able to take a step back shows that you could take it or leave it. This kind of thing happens to you all the time. It's like I referenced James Bond in the movies. It's, he's not in a rush. He's not worried about seducing the woman later. He just has that little, that little fucking smirk. It always ends up with him naked in his place later. So what's the rush? I have to go powder my nose. No problem. I'll be right here sipping my shaken, not stirred, martini. We'd just been talking, and I went to kiss her again, but she pulled back slightly, stared into my eyes, and smiled at me. Corey, I didn't know how I knew, but without even having to think about it, I knew this was a test to see what my reaction would be to me not getting what I want. Again, this is where you show you don't take yourself too seriously, you don't care one way or another, because this kind of thing happens all the time. Figuring out if she turned me down for sex, if I would flip out, try and force it, or some other crap like that. Now, the average guy would be like, well, what's the matter? Did I do something to offend you or upset you, your highness? I'm sorry. That's what the typical guy starts to do. And the woman just goes, oh, another one, another one. So instead of leaning further in to try and kiss her, which would have been failing the test, I simply remained where I was, smiled, and said, that's all right. I can wait here for you to come here and kiss me all night. Letting her know I knew the game and wasn't about to fall for it. Safe to say, she didn't last five seconds before she was making out with me again. So his response basically said, I know you like me, and I know you'll be back, and I'm okay with waiting. It's cool. It doesn't bother me one way or another. And she practically invited herself to my house for some indoor Olympics. Ding! From the agony of defeat to the indoor Olympics. A subtle response is the difference between hooking up and going home with blue balls. In the first example, he went home with blue balls. In the second example, indoor Olympics. Not so much what you say, but how you say it. Then a few weeks later, she did the same test when we were in bed together, passionately making out with me, and then pulling back to see if I'd give chase. I simply laid my head back in the pillow and said, I'll just lie here. You can climb on top whenever you like. I've got all night. I closed my eyes and I lay here yet again. 10 seconds later, and she was on top of me. You must love in such a way that the person you love feels free. And that's what he was doing here. He enabled her to feel free to come and go. No danger, completely made her feel safe and comfortable. Now the first girl, she felt uncomfortable and he failed a few more tests. That's why he didn't get laid. It's real subtle. He said, I guess I've learned that you can't let your guard down because you can get hit with a test, both physical or verbal, out of nowhere. And if you're not ready for it, you can totally fuck up all the progress you've been making. Yep, that's why I say read it 10 to 15 times. Because when you do that, it becomes instinctual. You're not sitting there going, do I pull back now? Do I kiss her now? Do I wait? It causes you to be in your head 
and overthink, and the woman can sense he's somewhere else. What's going on in that mind of his? Is he thinking about the duct tape and the garbage bags in the back of his car and the rope he's going to tie me up with? Thanks, Corey. The stuff you teach has really helped me out. Bob. Well, thanks, Bob. So if you'd like to get my help, personally, the quickest way is to go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen, and book whatever coaching option works for you. And I will talk to you soon.